Hello and welcome back to another episode of Heart Space with Stacey. It has been a few weeks since I have been in your ear holes because I went back to New Zealand and to be honest, I was just pretty unorganized with pre-recording an episode before I left. Um, life has been busy <laughs> uh, with my full-time job and coaching and launching Binge Pray Love. Um, there's been a lot going on, so I do apologize. I haven't been as consistent, but I am back in your earbuds. Um, and before I get into today's episode, I want to highlight and briefly talk about Binge Pry Love, which is the program that will put an end to binge and emotional overeating. This is a never seen before program in the industry, which combines a heap load of psychology and understanding the reason behind binge eating and why you're binge eating in conjunction with experts around nutrition, somatic healing, healing your nervous system and exercise coaching, which will be in sync with your cycle and in sync with your body. There is literally no stone left unturned in this program. There is, you are going to be set up for success. So if you are someone who has tried everything to stop binge and emotional overeating, you are sick and tired of going on a diet and then coming off the diet and going back on the diet. Potentially you have gained a lot of weight from this binge or emotional overeating and you don't like your body. We cover this all and so, so much more in the four months of coaching that you get and lifetime access to the modules and the content. So you can continuously refer back to it when you need to. And the applications are officially open today. So if you have been thinking about getting help with this and you don't know where to start or you've tried everything and nothing has worked, I will link the application form in the show notes and the page in the show notes so you can read up more about it. Um, this is limited to about, I'm limiting to about 10 people so I can make sure that I can give everyone the focus that they need. Today's episode is on Botox and body image and is focused around body image and the cosmetic industry and whether you can get cosmetic um, or I guess this is really my opinion on cosmetics and body image and I really want to highlight that this is my opinion, my perspective and if you don't agree with it, that's totally fine. I'm not saying that my way is right or wrong, okay? So I just want to preface the um, podcast app with that. And before I get into that, I'm going to share what I love at the moment, which I do on most episodes. And I guess something that I'm focusing on at the moment, which will be really relevant to um, most people who listen to this podcast as well. I have for many years, but when I, since I've started or since I've healed from my own disordered eating, eating disorder, I didn't really have a focus on or any nutrition goals, right? I have always eaten pretty healthily, a well-balanced, you know, well-balanced meals, pretty good diet. Um, I don't, you know, I don't binge anymore. I don't go overboard, um, but I haven't really had nutrition goals. I've kind of just eaten the way that I've eaten and I wanted to start this year and really focus on my nutrition. And for someone who has had disordered eating and who is, you know, I'm not worried that I'm going to slip back into that mindset because I have healed enough to not get triggered and to go back to that. But I do want to make sure that I'm not focusing on just calories or macronutrients or weighing my food. And so I want to share how I'm focusing on nutrition without focusing or without weighing my food and um, focusing on weight loss. Because a lot of the time, most people, 
think of nutrition is synonymous with losing weight or weight loss. And that's absolutely not the case. So what I am doing at the moment to focus on my own nutrition is first of all, eating enough protein. Um, protein is probably something that I really neglected for quite a few years. And especially for someone who trains, like my training is, is quite intense. Sometimes I will train for up to two hours a day. Actually, most days is about an hour and a half to two hours. And that's not because I'm trying to lose weight or anything. It's just the programming that I do with CrossFit. And I, for many years, didn't have a focus on protein, which is going to help with my recovery, muscle building, performance, everything, right? And so I was really under eating protein. So I'm focusing on getting enough protein into my body and into my diet that is going to help with my energy levels. It really helps my fullness levels as well. I have noticed since eating more protein that I want to snack less. I'm thinking about food less. Like I didn't really think about food much before, but because I work from home, sometimes I eat a meal. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have like something else or I'll just go make a hot chocolate or go, you know, get something. And I've noticed that since focusing on my protein intake, that is becoming less and less because I'm like, I'm really full for my meals, which is awesome. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is I am changing my nutrient timing. So my body uses, or your body uses carbohydrates for energy. So I'm having most of my carb sources and most of my carbs around training. So that's pre-training, post-training, and then dinner because I train in the afternoon, which is meaning that my body is becoming more efficient with using its carb sources. So it's using carbs as the energy, the energy is being used in my, is fueling my training, which means I have more energy in training. And I'm just chiming my nutrients around when I train. Um, and that is something that I've, I used to do actually, I used to do that a lot when I was like bodybuilding and stuff to help with my training, but I kind of stopped. And so I'm bringing that back in. Um, I'm not limiting carbs or in, in any way, like I'm still eating carbohydrates. I'm just changing the timing of when I'm eating most of those throughout the day. The third thing is um, post-workout fuel. My partner is like a guru when it comes to uh, nutrition and training and the human body and science around what food impacts you and what your body needs and everything. And I knew all this before, but I just hadn't really focused on a lot of it. And since being with him and he like nearly had a heart attack when he realized that after my two hour sessions, I wasn't having like a protein shake or I wasn't fueling myself. And, you know, I used, I'd have lunch around 1.30 and then I'd train and I wouldn't really eat dinner until like 7 p.m., which is a big gap, first of all, to eat, to not eat anything in general. And also to have a two hour training session in the middle of that. And he like nearly had a heart attack when he found out that I wasn't fueling post-workout. So I'm really focusing on fueling post-workout and that looks like having like an, a quick carbs or quick um, sugary food after workout to help replenish my glycogen stores because they get fully deplenished when you're working out and also a protein shake. So I have an LCM bar um, or gluten-free LCM bar and a protein shake which helps flush the protein to my muscles basically straight away. And the last thing that I'm focusing on is something that I've really focused on all the time is just getting enough micronutrients to make sure that my body is functioning optimally and I'm getting everything that my body needs. So those are what I'm doing at the moment too and really good ideas to focus on nutrition without having a focus on weight loss or calories. 
um, because it can be a difficult mindset to get out of if you're so used to having nutrition synonymous with just trying to lose weight. Okay, I just took a slip of water and just spilt it all over me. So that's great. Now, let's talk about Botox and cosmetic industry and cosmetic procedures and body image. So can you get cosmetic enhancements with a positive body image? And just because you're getting um, cosmetic enhancements, does that mean that you have negative body image? Again, this is my opinion, and this podcast is all on my own experiences, okay? I, for so long, um, resisted getting certain cosmetic uh, procedures or things because of the job that I have, obviously, with a body image coach, the opinions that other people would have of me and then questioning myself of, um, am I being inauthentic? If I get certain uh, cosmetic procedures, am I being contradicting to the work that I do? And so this has sat with me for quite a long time. And this, this is why I wanted to actually do this episode because I'm going to be honest, I get Botox and I have had Botox probably for about three, four, maybe five years. And there's other procedures that I, I mean, I've got breast implants, which I got um, before I started coaching. And I want to be really honest about the impact that these kind of things have had on my life and my confidence and really dispel some of the myths or maybe some, um, some things that people think about the industry. Diet culture and society have a really big impact on the way that we view ourselves and the way that we um, critique our bodies and the way that we look. And so I would be lying if I you know, didn't say that it does have an impact on the expectations that we have on ourselves and we have on ourselves to look. If you are someone who consciously is aware of the expectations that you have of yourself and you are self-aware enough to know, you know, I want this cosmetic procedure because I want to look like her or the impact that certain diet culture or society is having on you and really questioning about why you want something. That is very different to someone who has these thoughts of, I need to look perfect or I want to look like her. I want to look like that filter. So I'm going to go out and get all of these injections and not actually understand where that is coming from. So having self-awareness and being able to actually question like what is the reasoning behind me wanting to do this and being okay with that answer. It doesn't mean that you can't go get it, but questioning why do I want to get this, right? So there is a really um, a fine balance between the two because I think it's really important to be if you feel like you're not happy with your appearance or you need to do something in order to be worthy or attractive or accepted into society, I think there's deeper work that needs to be done there. There is deeper self-worth work. There is potentially rejecting diet culture. There's um, deeper work about changing the expectations that you have of yourself or inner self-love and really understanding that you are worthy regardless of how you look. So if you are someone who wants these procedures thinking that this is going to change everything. This is going to make me be confident in my body. This is going to make me attractive finally. Then there is deeper work that needs to be done because cosmetic work 
shouldn't change the way that you look. It should enhance the features that you already have. It shouldn't change completely. You know, there shouldn't be an expectation that's going to completely change your self-confidence or who you are as a person. It should accentuate things that you already have, right? And that's something that I think is really important. And, you know, everyone has a different expectation of what they want these cosmetic procedures to look like. Some people really like the fake and inverted um, commas look. Personally, I don't. That is just my, you know, personal opinion. I love the natural look and you can still achieve that with certain cosmetic procedures. The issue is, is that a lot of people these days are actually not honest about what they get, right? Nearly every single woman I know, nearly, not saying every, has had or gets Botox or fillers, okay? And you wouldn't know that by looking at them because they look natural, but nearly every single person that I know, and I know that um, influencers, TV stars, celebrities, fitness people get Botox and fillers. The thing is, people are not usually honest about the work that they've had done. So if you're someone who is looking up to an influencer or looking up to, you know, you're scrolling on social media and obviously social media, you have filters and you have all of these photo editing apps as well. But if you see someone and you're like, damn, like she looks so youthful, she looks so nice, like and you're comparing yourself to how they look. There's often not honesty about the work that they've had done. And so we're comparing what we see in the mirror with our lines, with potentially like bags under our eyes, with this person who has had so much work done, expecting ourselves to look like that naturally because we are not aware of the work that has gone behind that. There's nothing wrong with the work with people getting cosmetic procedures, but if you are comparing yourself to other people wanting to look like someone else and thinking that this is going to solve all of your problems, then there is an issue there. And that's when I would say body image work and self-acceptance and appearance work needs to be worked on internally deeply. In saying that, one part of body image and body acceptance and doing this work is body autonomy. Right. And I am someone who is so passionate about this for someone like if you want to get work done, do it. If you want to get Botox or fillers or breast implants, like more power to you, but really understanding where that drive has come from. Okay. There have also been actually quite a lot of studies, by the way, that show an improvement in body image and body satisfaction and a small effect on self-esteem after having cosmetic procedures done. And I'm going to highlight this because, you know, I've been quite honest that I have a breast augmentation. I got that in 2017, um, a few years ago. And it is something that I wanted since I was about 15 years old. I was like, I remember being like eight. I was eight years old walking around the house and I put a bra on that I didn't need because I had no boobs, but I put um, tennis balls in this bra pretending I had boobs. Like I wanted boobs from the time that I knew what I, I was eight years old and I wanted boobs and they never really developed. I was an A cup and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like I was still confident in my body once I'd done all this body image work. I still loved myself and I wasn't, I didn't have that mindset of, 
this is going to make me a new person. This is going to change everything. This is going to, um, you know, make me so much more worthy. It's just something that I wanted for years. And when I was in a position where I could financially afford it and I could afford to take time off work and actually get a medical procedure done, I did it because it's something that I had sat on and I had thought about and I researched for many, many years and I had already been through my body image journey and it wasn't like I needed to do this in order to be worthy. It was something that I just wanted to do for myself. And I will be fully transparent with you. I am so much more confident having boobs. Um, personally, I felt so much more um, sexually attractive. And this isn't necessarily to say that people with small boobs aren't sexually attractive. This is my own experience. And so I am an advocate for women who want to get things done. If they have done inner work, and this is a conscious decision of, this is just something that I have wanted for so long, like you still have body autonomy to make these decisions. The thing is, breast implants, Botox, fillers, all of these things are not going to change your worth. They're not going to change who you are as a person. They may accentuate things. They may bring out more confident version of you. But if you're not doing internal work to do that as well, that hamps, that will never stops, right? If you're constantly chasing the next thing to feel better in your body without doing the internal work, once you get the boobs, it will be the butt. Once you get the butt, it's going to be something else, right? So it's, if you're not doing the work that goes along with this, there's going to be no end point because you're going to always be chasing the next thing that's going to be the thing that makes you feel confident and beautiful. So accepting who you are and making sure that you're doing internal work before you do these cosmetic procedures is highly, highly recommendable from someone who has been there and done that. I also want to highlight is that I've always been relatively self-conscious, um, not necessarily self-conscious, but I've not loved the way that my lips are in terms of, um, I have quite like line, a lot of lines on my lips. Um, and it's often stopped me from wearing lipstick because obviously you can see it more lipstick gets in the cracks and the lines. And I've recently learned that there's a certain type of filler procedure that you can do in your lips. It is essentially just like hydrating your lips without getting them too plump. And for so long, I was in this internal war of like, I can't do that. I'm a body image coach. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. And that's something that I really, really wanted. And I really went in with this. And the reason that I felt like I couldn't do it is because I felt like I was maybe being contradicting to the work that I do. Like, I'm so about self-love. I'm so about loving how you are with what you have and accepting who you are. And I am accepting of myself. I love who I am. I love the way that I look most of the time. Obviously, I still have bad days. And I still would like to not have lines on my lips, right? And I can still do things that are going to um, help me feel better about myself. So these are not mutually exclusive. These are not things like you can't love yourself and also get cosmetic procedures done. 
you can still love yourself and you can still want to get Botox or get fillers or get these kinds of things, right? And I am no way thinking that it's going to fix me or that I need it. But if there's a cosmetic procedure that is going to help eliminate something that I don't exactly love and may enhance my confidence or may, you know, essentially be a resolution to a problem that I've had and felt like I've had for my life, why would I not get it? Right. And it's this belief or this desire that I can't do something because of a job that I have or because of what I do. And I am a full believer in body autonomy, in doing what feels good for you and making sure that you're doing it for yourself and not for other people. This isn't for anyone else. This isn't for anyone uh, to, you know, to find me attractive or think that I'm, I'm hotter or more accepted into society. This is literally something that I wanted to do for me. And so I'm considering it now. And it's, you know, not necessarily going to jump in the next opportunity to do it, but it is something that I am now sitting with to consider, like, why do I want that? What is that going to fix for me? What is that going to do for me? Is it going to help? And if the answers are yes, then I'm at a position where I have actually consciously thought about it i have brought self-awareness to it i have really sat with it and it's not a knee-jerk reaction of feeling like it's going to fix me it's from a place of this is something that i want and i've consciously thought about it right so i am a very big believer in body autonomy and knowing that you can get things that can enhance you and honestly um i i love botox <laughs> I still want movement in my face and my face is not frozen. If you want to freeze your face, it's totally more power to you. But I will be honest in that when I have less lines in my face, I feel better about myself. I feel like I look fresher and more youthful. And that's not anything to do with society. It's just the fact that my genetics mean that I can get quite lined skin from smiling or from I have quite an expressive face and so therefore I have quite deep lines and I feel better about myself when they are not so deep and there is nothing wrong with that so you can still have positive body image and get Botox you can still love yourself and want these cosmetic procedures or get these cosmetic procedures done one thing that I would challenge you to do if you're someone who either does this or is thinking about doing this is understanding the reasoning behind it. And if you're trying to fix yourself or if you're trying to do it for external reasons other than it's just something that I want to do for myself. So really sitting with it. If you're someone who has actually considered it for a while, I would also make sure that you are doing it for the right reasons, but also sit with it for a while before you actually do it to make sure that it's not just a knee-jerk reaction or I'm not just having an emotional time or it's just a bad body image month, you know? Um, really making sure that it is something that you want to do for you and doing it for the right reasons.